0: Welcome back to the podcast that exists to enrich and inspire young Latinos.
1: Bienvenidos al podcast que existe para enriquecer e inspirar a jóvenes Latinos.
0: Hello everyone and welcome to today's podcast on the joy of the gospel. My name is April Pickett and I'm very happy to be with you here today. Uh, I work for Iscali. I am the director of Advancement. So I help advance the mission of Iscali in many different ways. And I'm here today with two people that are very much involved in the producing of this podcast. So we have a very exciting episode. We're going to introduce ourselves a little bit, talk a little bit about who we are. We're going to talk about why this podcast is important to each and every one of us. And we're going to talk about the organization behind the podcast, Iskali. So to start off, like I said, my name is April Pickett. I was born and raised here in Chicago, working now for Iskali. I've been part of the fundraising world for a a while I'm a marathoner and I love to be outside and love spending time with my friends. And I'm going to pass it on to Vicente, introducing you.
1: Hello. Uh, bienvenidos a todos. Mi nombre es Vicente del Real. Soy el director ejecutivo y fundador de Iscali. Uh, un poquito sobre mí. Nací en México, en el estado de Zacatecas. Todos los que son de Zacatecas, pues qué, suer- qué suerte tienen. Qué suerte tienen. Uh, sí, claro. Dijera, mi paisano, mi caballo, mi caballo. Uh, vine a, a Chicago a los 15 años uh, como como inmigrante. Soy un dreamer. Uh, tengo 31 años, ya 16 años en esta ciudad. a uh, Los 18 años, tuve una gran experiencia de Dios. Un encuentro con Dios muy fuerte. Y desde entonces he dedicado gran parte de mi vida a trabajar con los jóvenes. And it is truly a, a big, big pleasure to be here. Um, Y ahora me gustaría pasársela a mi amigazo, Jay, Jesús, que es también un líder de Iscali para que nos cuente un poquito de, de su vida.
2: Hey everyone, my name is Jesús Avila, but I go by Jay, so I'll be Jay from now on. Uh, I'm 24 years old, I was born and raised in Chicago. I've been a very devout Catholic since uh, I was a little kid, born and raised in the Catholic Church, going to children's groups, youth groups, been doing it all my life, and uh I've been a part of Iskali for a couple of years now. I was lucky enough to live in initiation retreat uh, t- a little over two and a half years ago, and I've been going strong ever since. I founded uh, the Iscali St. Leonard's community in Berwyn, and I uh, just recently retired as coordinator. Left uh, some very close friends in charge, so good luck to them in their future endeavors. And uh, I've been helping, working with uh, other youth for a long time now, almost 10 years that I've been involved. And I went from being the the young guy to now I'm, I'm the one helping the younger people. So. Not as young anymore, almost 25 years old, but uh, here I am going strong.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Vicente and Jay. It's great to be here with you. So there's a ton of podcasts out there, right? You can open your phone, look on Spotify, look on Apple Podcasts, and you see hundreds of different podcasts. And putting together a high-quality podcast with great content that people are actually going to listen to takes a lot of work, takes a lot of dedication, takes a lot of funds, so why? Why is this podcast important? Why are we dedicating so much time to this? Why, why are you passionate about being part of this, this project?
1: Well, I, you know, I, uh, my experience as an immigrant, right, uh, is that we as Latinos, um, we have a lot of challenges in this country. And I, I think one of the challenges is that we disconnect from our families. We disconnect from our faith. We have a lot of challenges uh, trying to go to school, uh, as first generation students. And I think what we're trying to do with this podcast is primero que nada, pues, es, is run and produced by Latinos. Uh, uh, so I think we have a very good understanding of the challenges. And what we're trying to do is to respond to the realities of young Latinos in this country and bring inspiration for faith formation for them uh, so they can you know be the best that they can be so they can be uh fulfill their lives with purpose um so i'm i'm super excited y creo que que, que es una bendición estar aquí y traer un una una producción desde desde la comunidad latina de, de jóvenes que estamos llenos de, de fe y de esperanza y compartir eso con los demás
2: yeah me i think that the more I've uh talk to friends about it, especially this year, having conversations. I've realized that a lot of us are raised to feel our faith as, as Latinos. You know, we go we go to church, we pray rosaries, and we're, we're taught how to feel it. But a lot of people aren't very educated when it comes to our faith. And we don't know a lot of things. We don't read the Bible. We don't, you know, do research on our own history. We don't know any saints. We don't know the popes. We don't know our own church's history. And we don't know a lot of things that, that go on in the church. So I think for me, one of the reasons that I was very eager to jump onto this project was because i want to help educate my fellow my fellow young people on what it is that the church really does uh, cuz a lot of us are ignorant to a lot of the things that go on and i think uh, education is very important not just in the real world and you know going to college but also knowing what your what your church does and what your faith really believes in i think that goes a long way to helping you grow in your faith and helping others as well
0: yeah that's awesome i think for me one of my favorite parts of my job so far has been listening to the stories of so many Latino people, the people that have come here with next to nothing and have built these great businesses who have gone really far. And it's just it's just amazing and so inspiring to hear the different stories and to hear the knowledge, like you were saying, Jay, of the education behind different people. And for me, I just think that uh, those stories need to get out there. And the younger the younger generations need to hear those different stories and see the possibilities that they can have. So for me, I'm most excited about the inspiration that can come from this podcast and also to give people the opportunity to, t- to tell their stories, to tell their struggles, to tell the challenges they faced. So then other people who are facing those same struggles, same challenges, they can hear, hear how that person got through it and they can take that example and strive to make something really great from their lives and, and to see the potential that can come out of this specific group of people.
1: Yeah, and I I think that this is this is no, I don't think this is an extension of Iskali's ministry, right? Uh, so Iskali has been working for the last ten years of lifting the lives of young people to God, um, hoping to accompany and empower and enable young people to to be better, uh, helping them make, um, make better decisions in their lives, uh, equipping them to make better decisions. This is an extension. I, I I think as we think of 2020, um, we all been challenged to stay connected, and I think one of the great resources today is podcasting. Um, so you know, if you are a young Latino, young Latina uh, that is isolated, hoping to reconnect to your faith, hoping to be inspired, this is going to be a space for you. And uh, and I think more than ever, this is important, and we really hope that. Uh, uh, you know that we are uh, listening to our audience, and um, I think as people that work with young people, you know, we hear the stories every day. Uh, I think that is going to make the content of this podcast very relevant because it's not us trying to be no. First, trabajamos con jóvenes, and we only going to expand our impact through through this podcast, no? Uh, so I think it's it's important to see this as as an extension of. Of what Iskali already does, and and maybe we should talk a little bit about what Iskali does. Um, So everybody, you know, this is an Iskali podcast, and you're probably wondering what is it. Uh, So what is Iskali?
0: Well, I got to know Iskali just uh, a few months ago, actually, for the first time, and so I kind of want to echo a little bit of what you said that Iskali is this great treasure that not a lot of people know about. I mean, I I'm from Chicago, lived here, lived very close to where Iskali happens, and pretty active member of the church and i've never heard of of Iskali. so i got to know iscali and iscali i realized iscali is this great gift uh for the church and and for the world
2: i guess for me as a member of Iskali, the the best way that i can describe it to people that that don't know what it is is that it's a it's a community right it's a family of people where we all have a safe space to be able to talk about anything and everything that that goes on in our lives you know often we We have friends that maybe we went to school with or friends from work that we can talk about certain things with, but you can't be just blatantly open. You know, there's a lot of things that are taboo for the workplace or for school or just regular friends. There might be things that you never talk about with them. And for me, Scully has given me a safe place to just, you know, be in a church surrounded by the presence of God with friends to be able to talk about anything and everything that happens in my life. And I think that's something that's very rare, especially now, because there's a lot of things that society tells us we Shouldn't do. And feeling, I feel like, is one of those things, right? We're not allowed to feel anymore. We just have to put on a tough face and and try to get through it. And I feel like Iskali has given me a place to really be vulnerable with others. And I feel like when we're vulnerable, not only with ourselves, but with others, is when we grow the most. So I think that's a, a very good way to describe iscali from the inside. It's, a, it's just a safe place to be able to be fully open.
0: So iscali is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that exists to empower and equip young latinos so we know that the young latinos are the fastest growing population in the united states every every 30 seconds uh, a young latino turns 18 and so the the population is really growing in the church itself uh, it's the fastest growing population i think the statistic is 60% of young people under the age of 35 who attend mass regularly are latino so the 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 future of the church in the united states is latino and Right now, unfortunately, there is not a lot of great programs out there. There's not a lot of ministry specifically for this group of people. So Eskali is kind of a response to that need. So Eskali does everything from run these very powerful, impactful retreats for, for young people. They offer small group communities. Eskali uh, offers uh, different conferences, different formative experiences for these young people to learn about different things. We have a mentorship program that that matches a professional Latino with a young person so they can help guide that person through the college uh, the college experience and into the professional world. So we have, you know, um, many times there's the, the young Latinos in this country face many different challenges, whether it's they're the first generation going to college or they're helping support their families. So Iscali is there to really help them along this journey and to give them a place where they belong in the church. and it's our, it's our goal to help each and every Iscali member to become a successful young adult, to become a transformative leader. We always talk about in Iscali, how we, we believe in the potential of young people. So our mission really includes any program that, that's going to help bring out the potential of these young people and make them transformative leaders.
1: Yeah. And, you know, as, as Latinos, sometimes we are looking for a place in society, right? Like, uh, like we we want to claim a place. Like what is, what is the, the 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 Latino influence, what is the Latino contribution to society? And I think we are having also been looking for a place within the church, like a place we can claim, like this, this this is home. And um uh, I cannot help to think about uh that Iscali is home for many young Latinos, uh, you know, because it is it's a place that is for them. <laughs> uh, it was funded by one of them. Right. And, um, it's beautiful to be able to provide that a space, and a space where Latinos, young Latinos that are, might be immigrants, might being first or second generation says, I belong here. You know, this is a place for me in society. And also this is a place for me and the church. Right. I, I don't, I don't, I no longer need to be looking for a place where I can, where I can be understood as I, as I am. Right. Um, Muchos de mis amigos me pueden decir, you know, I'm too Mexican for my white friends or I'm too white for my Mexican friends, right? Like this identity, where do I belong? And Iscali, Iscali is that place where they can be them. You know, they don't have to fake anything. You know, if they want to speak in Spanish, perfecto. If they want to speak in English, that's also beautiful, right? So we encounter them where they are. And this is also a space where they can be home.
0: When I first started working here at East I sat down and I talked one-on-one with many different East members. And I just asked them, can you explain to me what, what this is, right? If I'm going to work for this organization, then I, I, I want to, I need to know what it is. And the way that many people almost probably nine out of 10 times described it the way that, that Jay was saying earlier, that sense of community, that family, that for, for these young people, Iscali isn't just another one of those youth groups out there, but this is a place where they truly feel that they can they can belong. People here really support each other, and and they have that unconditional acceptance that 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 we were talking about.
1: And for those that we don't know, we do have a center. We have a the Bishop Jan, John Mann Center. We name it after Bishop John Mann. He's uh, he's a bishop here in Chicago. He's uh, been working with the Latino community since he. Uh, was uh, ordained priest, and uh, he's about to, to be a retired bishop. And uh, so this is also a place of encounter, right? Uh, we have a chapel where young people can come and pray. We have uh, conference rooms where uh, communities can meet. Now, during, during the pandemic, this also has been a space where people come and do their homework. Um, so just a space for for encounter, a, a space for community a space that is their space. And I I also believe that is important, right? Because many times we we want to be part of something and oh, you know, the man that has the keys uh, is not here or no tienes permiso reunirte or este salon no te pertenece and to be able to provide a physical space where Iscali can claim as home I think is very important.
2: Um like how you were saying recently we that a lot of young people feel like we don't fit into a certain place in the church. And I feel like the center is kind of like the culmination of that, right? I've told people about Iscali, friends, coworkers, and they're like, oh, well, what church do you guys belong to? What? And I'm like, we don't belong to a specific church. We're in many churches, but we're like our one home base is, is here is the Iscali Center, right? So I feel like it's, it's really nice, like you said, to be able to go somewhere and not have to worry about, oh, or, are we going to be allowed to use the room when we need it? Or are we going to be able to meet when we want? And that's something that a lot of people don't have, and I feel like it's given us an advantage, right? And even now, like, we were able to build a studio in here to be recording, and we wouldn't have been able to do that if we didn't have our own space. And I guess kind of just to tie back to what you were saying, April, I think for a lot of us, Iscali is, like what I said, it's it's a community and it's a home. But in the short time that I've been a member of Iscali, I've seen it grow into a lot more, and it went from... From just being like a place where I felt safe and like I can open to now it's a place that's helping me to better myself in every aspect of my life, right? I've learned not only how to be a better friend here, but how to be a, a leader, something that I never really thought I was, something that I didn't see in myself. I feel like it's helped me to, to grow in, in a lot of aspects, right? And like with something like the mentorship program that helps us with our careers and, you know, this being a place where we can come do homework and work on ourselves. It went from something that, That started with a religious aspect. And while that's still at the root, it grew into something that can help us to blossom into members of society that can actually have something to offer. So I feel like that's where we're distinct from a lot of other, you know, so called youth groups because it's they might teach you, you know, stuff about the church. And while that's great, that's not all that there is to being a, a member of society, right? That's that's our base and that's our first half and that's super important. But then we also, Need to learn how to how to be able to contribute to society, and I feel like Iskali is unique in that it gives us both of those things.
1: There's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of broken families. The reality in our communities is many times harsh, and that's where we are sent to to serve. Right, um, both of you know that in Iskali we have members that struggle with very chronic depression. You know, and I have seen many of these young people find, you know, desire to live again through 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 their community. And I think that's beautiful to be able to accompany a community and say, you know, you are beloved by God. You are beloved. And, and we have, as baptized, we have this responsibility, right, that there is this generation of young Latinos across the country that is seeking to be loved, to feel loved, is seeking a home. Well, if you're a young Latino, young Latina, anywhere you are, you know, if you're in Chicagoland, you have a home here. But if you are anywhere in the in the United States, you know, feel free to reach reach out to us. We we love to support you in any way we can. And that's why we exist. We exist to A company and uh and accompany and inspire young Latinos in the U.S. You know, or inspiration is our Lady of Guadalupe, and um, our Lady of Guadalupe encountered Juan Diego in a very specific context, and uh, you know, she went to his encounter, and she spoke to him and in his language, she spoke to him in symbols that he was able to understand. And we are also trying to do this with uh, with the G- Latino generation, right? Speak to them in their language. Speak to them in symbols that are relevant to them, and that's nothing new. It's something we can learn from Our Lady Guadalupe, who is our patron. Um, and I, we, this is a responsibility, and I do feel that yes, as we are called by God, we are also sent by God to to serve this population.
0: And so, we want this podcast to do that exact same thing. We want it to speak to to your needs, to answer your questions, to to really be something that's relevant for you, that enriches you each time you hear it. So we just want to extend the invitation that whatever whatever you have on your mind, what other topics you want to hear about, maybe you have an idea for for someone you'd like to hear from, shoot that our way. Feel free to reach out to us because again, we, we exist for that. We exist to support you and wherever you are, whether you're in Chicago or outside of Chicago, but whatever we can do to serve you through this podcast, let us know.
1: And talking about serving you, uh, if you if you listening to us for the first time, uh, please spread the word. Be like, hey, la alegría del evangelio. Atreve, la alegría del evangelio. You know, if you know other Latinos that are struggling to connect to their faith, they are struggling in life in general. You know, we hope to be a source of inspiration. We hope to be a source of, uh, of a, a source of life, uh, to be honest. And, um, we want to let this generation of jóvenes that they are not alone. And, uh, you know, just talking a little bit about what is coming up, uh, we've been we've been having interviews with very very important experts on Hispanic ministry in the church. But a lot of more is coming up, and we're gonna have uh, every every other week. We're gonna have a conversation with young people. where we you know give young people the opportunity to you know uh, express how they feel, their ideas. Um, but every other week, we're also gonna have an expert. And this coming week. We're going to have a big, big name in our podcast, I will tell you before, our episode today. But, you know, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Uh,
2: We all know that 2020 has been probably the craziest year of all of our lives. And uh, I think uh, it can only go up from here, though, I feel like. So we're inviting you all to, you know, follow us uh, on a weekly basis to join our podcast and to listen. Give us a listen, right? Like Vicente had said, we're going to be having uh, conversations with, with other young people. And we're just going to be talking about a variety of topics, whether it's something church-related, whether it's something school-related, whether it's something life-related, something just super random, right? We're just going to be talking about life, trying to help each other get through it as, you know, we're sitting here with people talking, but also trying to help our listeners get through those difficult situations that we all go through in life, whether it's anxiety, depression, family issues, school troubles, religious troubles, right? Stuff that maybe we have doubts with in our church. We're going to try and hit all these topics. And we also invite you guys to give us any any topics that you guys might have, any ideas, things that you maybe you've you've talked about with your friends, but don't know what others might think about it. You know, feel free to for, to let us know, and we'll try to touch on as many things as we possibly can.
0: Yeah, I just wanted to also extend the invitation for all of our listeners to to use Iskali really as a resource. So follow us on on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn. We're there both as Iskali and then also as the Joy of the Gospel Podcast.
1: And make sure that you share with your friends. And the breaking news I have for you es, sin duda, sin duda, el mayor expositor de la música católica en el mundo que habla español es nada más y nada menos que. Tan, tan, tan. Martín Valverde. Martín Valverde estará con nosotros la próxima semana una entrevista con un mensaje de esperanza. Nos dejará entrar un poquito a su vida. Nos dejará un mensaje de esperanza. Estará cantando con nosotros. ¿Cómo que no? Así que la próxima semana no se pierdan la entrevista con Martín Valverde. Y solamente les quiero decir para terminar. Atrévete a soñar.
2: Dare to dream.
0: Experience the joy of the gospel.
1: Y atrévete a experimentar la alegría del evangelio. Gracias.